0: Welcome to another episode of Glitchin' with me, your host Adrian Earhart, as per usual. uh, Talking over music is my favorite thing to do. Um, I'm a never quiet. (laughs) Uh, With me today is the illustrious, very funny comedian and cannabiser, cannabis guy. I don't know what to call you, pal. Pal, Mike Glazer.
1: Thank you for having me here.
0: Thank you for coming. Uh, and bring in
1: your beard. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here with the beard for you. What do you call the people who listen to this?
0: Glitches. Glitches? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: that's was trying glitches. to think of what it would be on the way here. Didn't think of that. That's the right choice.
0: I know. It came organically. Yeah. Of course. Because glitching, I just, I say bitching a lot because my mom always did. Mm-hmm. And then I like these glitches that keep happening in my life. And I would always go, glitch. That's a fucking glitch in the Matrix. Are you on a good life.
1: path right now? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Like, I love I love when glitches happen concurrently, you know, uh, like, because you know you're on the right track, and so things are tightening up in mm-hmm, your space. Mm-hmm. It's just cooking on all all the gas. Sure. Yeah. Still all firing on all cylinders? Thank you. That's what it was. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> cooking
0: on all the gas. You know,
1: first draft of that one. Yeah. No
0: wood stoves here. <laughs> Consistent
1: flame. Yeah. Um, Straight up. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. I like your yellow sweater. Thank you. Shout out Honeypot. Good Honey people. Pot. Corey you have Thomas. a lot of weed stuff. You know, we get, I like to wear clothes that, <laughs> <laughs> that are handed to me so I can wear them.
0: Yeah. Mine is a sweater from my cannabis dispensary. <laughs> can so. we talk about it? Yeah.
1: Okay. So last night I went to a ramen place uh-huh. and it's going to be opening soon downtown called Ninth Street. Mm-hmm. And everybody outside was smoking weed before. And somebody was like, Do you have a lighter? And I had the higher path lighter, but I hadn't tried it yet. It's lasers yeah. or something. It's electric.
0: What wuggy, is wuggy, it? Wuggy, wuggy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's butane free, rechargeable. Um, I'm super into like being green and shit. So I push a lot of those products uh, in the shop Yeah, you just, it's the firing two direct energy volts to each other in a crossfire. And then you just put like a wick of a candle or the end of your joint in there and it'll catch on fire. Yeah.
1: It's cool. It's like Frankenstein Mm -hmm. electricity. Mm -hmm. I got to touch it. (laughs) (laughs) That was my first thought. I was like, I got to see what this feels like. Did you touch it? Not yet. Do not recommend. Have you tried it?
0: No, but I know that you don't touch fire. (laughs) After the age of three, I figured that out.
1: Yeah, by touching fire.
0: But yeah, oh yeah. yeah, lots of fire. Yeah, I even twirled fire.
1: For real? Yeah, you were a fire spinner.
0: Yeah, at uh, it's, it was Jewish theater camp, but there was circus there too. So I did fire staff and fire poi. No kidding. I was really good at staff. I, I still have it. it.
1: Yeah, I can see you being able to spin it and flip it over your head.
0: Yeah, I did color guard in high school.
1: What's the? How come? Like, I'm Jewish too, and we're pretty nervous folks. So <laughs> why? Why was fire camp? Like chill?
0: Um, they had a whole big, huge circus facility. A lot of people did like web and lira and trapeze and juggling and stuff. I already know how to juggle, so I didn't want to do go that route. And I didn't want to do stilts. Um, and I, honestly, I had missed the auditions the summer that I went. It was like the summer after ninth grade. I had missed the auditions for like trying out for circus things. And I was just had found one of these little sticks and I was just spinning it like a color guard thing. And this guy came up to me, this hot Australian guy. And he was like, where'd you learn to do that? And I was like, color guard. And he's like, do you want, do you want, can I see something? And he like put a staff in my hand and I started whatever. And he was like, oh, we got a girl <laughs> they were so excited and like we always did these like badass outfits and stuff and they were like oh should... everyone goes shirtless it's gonna look so cool and i was like hey <laughs> uh, remember <hi>. me <laughs> <laughs> they're like uh, you can wear a bra it's fine then it was really dope
1: that's so fucking cool yeah. discovered you were discovered I was. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: awesome you have any weird hidden talents
1: uh i can do this with my tongue
0: that's right. You showed me that. Yeah. One of your parents can or you're adopted. Oh,
1: that's right. We talked about mm-hmm. that on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Because it's a real fact. Yeah. It's a science fact. If it were a lie, I'd have a harder time recalling it. <laughs> <laughs> I just go around spitting lies like they're truth. Google it. And then like you feel challenged so you don't do it. And you're like, yeah,
1: she's, she's, probably, she's right. probably right. She's probably right. She said it affirmatively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a strong period at the end of that sentence. Yeah. Very firm. Very firm. <laughs> very firm. Very firm. <laughs> I, I am would believe firm.
0: you. I'm a very firm person. Yeah. Uh, I get called scary a lot and intimidating. Do you see that?
1: Uh I'm not intimidated by you at all, but you seem to also kind of like that.
0: Being called scary? Yeah, I think it <laughs> kind of gets you
1: excited a bit to like to feel to feel like people are a little more uh, you know, timid around you or or maybe just like look at you as a strong figure.
0: Maybe, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh Less lately, since I've been so happy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's great. Uh, I'm less scary. Yeah, Uh, the edges are soft.
0: Yeah, my employees are loving the new Adrian. That's the the, the word of the year is softer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I I think I'm doing it. I even am talking softer. Uh, It's great. Yeah.
1: Uh, Like, yeah, let those edges get round. Yeah. Why not? Smooth them out.
0: (laughs) Like a butter knife on cake frosting. For Great British Bake Off. Do you watch that show?
1: I watched the first couple. I watched it once they changed hosts.
0: Oh, okay. So you didn't see the OGs?
1: No. Mary Berry. No. See, yeah, I missed Mary Bear. I've seen all of them. Uh-huh.
0: And that was actually the inspiration why we decided to cook on New Year's Eve, the guy I'm seeing, because we've been watching Great British Bake Off so much. He was like, I think we can like make what they made in that episode. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So I'm a big fan of that show. And I'm trying to learn how to cook and bake. Um, before I in, inevitably will become a mother and need to provide sustenance for my offspring, without um, a
1: microwave and five <laughs> five minutes on high. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing
0: microwave stuff. And also, I anticipate us living um, in in the woods with <laughs> a fire over a cal- under a cauldron, you know, because yeah. apocalypse, uh, coal and tobacco and pharmaceuticals are going to take over, and the world's going to end. It's going to be disgusting, and you're going to have to go to the boonies to get clean air. Mm-hmm. And I'll have a tiny house that's a a school bus renovated. I've thought about this.
1: I have too. Like bottled air is going to be a thing. Yeah. Totally. Where do
0: you see yourself living during this apocalypse? Dead. You think you're
1: going to die? Oh, let's just call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) Who has the time? You know? I
0: want to live.
1: I know, but oh shit, my uh I I don't I'm not going to be invited to Mars, so I just see it all not working out. <laughs> I already know I'm not important enough to be like on his list, uh-huh. so I don't think it's going to go. All right. Yeah. But I will like congrats on your woods. That's cool. <laughs> For real. It's cool. Like I can see you spinning fire, teaching your children how to spin fire, yeah. cooking meat over an open flame.
0: Meat that I caught myself only.
1: Hell yeah. yeah. Skin that boar
0: from a specific part of the forest because otherwise it's been contaminated. Oh, shit. That's true, Chernobyl too. Chernobyl style. Dang. Mm. I mean, I've it, thought about this. You really thought about it. <laughs> What's the perimeter of safety around, around the poison zone? Yeah. <laughs> Expand it and then safety another five miles just to be sure.
1: <laughs> that movie, Quiet Place, is that about her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about her.
0: <laughs> I'm a psychopath.
1: <laughs> I think that's exciting. You'll have a really great, like, your kids are going to be smart, tough, have rough hands. It'll be nice. Rough hands, for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. I like that, that they'll have rough hands.
1: Yeah, they should. Like, I mean, hmm. I don't have that. And every day when yeah. somebody shakes my hand and they're like, oh, your hands are so soft, a part of my, like my nuts shrivel a bit. Because I'm like, oh, man, I, I need I've I need rough hands. Can yeah. I touch them
0: again? Sure. You have very soft hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is rough hands sounds like I'm saying rough hands, mm-hmm. but just like badly. Look at these rough hands over here. <laughs> what are these rough hands doing? <laughs> Being heathens.
1: <laughs> You've got a mohawk on your palm. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
0: I love when words sound like other words, and it's like not the right word at all, and then it's funny. I'm not going to give an example, but <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. We are all one, over the place. One, this one is will come great. up. I know. No. This is this is what it is. This is the semiotic stream of uh, my my life. I was just with Wolfie, so I'm all like girl talk, fired up, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do I talk about? Can't talk about my pussy with Mike. Um, mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. I mean, we can, but I'm not going to add to it yeah. the conversation.
0: No, because I'm not. I'm dating someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're buds. Uh, we're good buds. We're becoming good buds.
1: Yeah, it's been really great getting to know you. Yeah. Uh, there's something about when people come out of something and start anew where like you can see – like for me this year, it's really important to me to make deep connections with people. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a vision board to mm-hmm. go – And say yes to hanging out and become better friends with folks. So yeah, this has been really nice to get to know you.
0: Yes. Yes, it has. When do we meet?
1: Ooh, probably at EDC. No, before that. Uh, Was
0: it that mansion party in Malibu?
1: Yeah, it was. That weird mansion where the dude was DJing and playing an electric saxophone. Yeah. And there were mermaids in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's a lawyer. The DJ saxophone? Yeah.
0: Yeah stop jeff welsh he's a lawyer really cannabis lawyer yep shout out jeff welsh
1: (laughs) what a cool life
0: yeah he's a cool guy i like him um i know several cannabis lawyers it's like a thing
1: are they all do they have secret lives yeah cool they do um and Sam is over open. it.
0: Yeah, no, since the door was open, he's like, I don't want to fucking hear any more than I have to. Yeah. These fucking assholes.
1: <laughs> First 10 minutes, he was like, I get it. And then just left.
0: <laughs> I can't wait for you to talk to him after because he's one of the funniest human beings I've ever met in my life. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Not a comedian. And like, that's very rare that that happens.
1: Just a good hang. Yeah. Sam, what's Sam's last name? What's your last name? Kiefer. Kiefer. That's
0: another fucking yeah, no. awesome part. Yeah, it yeah. is.
1: Sam hang Kiefer.
0: Cool Kiefer. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. His dog's name is Ramen, and he's so cute.
1: Ramen? Ramen. Like the slurp? The slurp? Yeah, like the noodle?
0: Like the slurp? <laughs> You've named the onomatopoeia as opposed to the general classification of the food type. Yeah. Like the pasta? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the slurp. We should just try to name things that are only their onomatopoeia. That's pretty cool. Are you going to drink out of your uh, metal bang? <laughs> yeah. No, that's
1: yeah, yeah. out of your clang oh yeah out of your clink drink out of your
0: clink your clang
1: oh i like drink out of your clink mm-hmm. that's let's drink out it. of your clink hell yeah
0: you know what I, I carry this hydro flask everywhere and i think they should start making magnetized accessories for them like a lighter clip a
1: joint clip that's a great idea right yeah <clears throat> that's a beautiful bottle thank you they should sponsor this hydro flask i know i love
0: it I put all my favorite stickers on there. They're all either drugs or nature and nothing else.
1: You are such a cabin in the woods fucking person. Right? It's unreal. I really am. I really didn't know that about you because I see you like handling your shit mm-hmm. at, uh, at Higher Path mm-hmm. and we're here in this studio. Like You handle your shit, but at the end of the day, you just want to be alone in the woods with the sun.
0: Yeah. And my partner. Yeah. I'm a ride or die. Yeah. I like having like a love.
1: Loyal. Yeah. You're into loyalty. i really loyal. That's what's up. These And
0: these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> they, ain't. they ain't. They ain't. They ain't. That's the biggest thing I'm struggling with is trying to trust people again. Sure. Of course. But I'm just doing it because my therapist is like, get hurt. See what that feels like. It's like, you already been hurt the most you could ever possibly be hurt. So see what these feel like, these little cuts and how you handle them. And I was like, cool. I'm just going to fucking trust people. Yeah. And like, I, tr- I was dating this guy and he was an hour late to our first date and an hour late to our second date. And... uh <laughs> I was like, I don't trust you anymore. Now I don't trust that you're going to show up on time, and I don't want to do this anymore. And it was like pretty easy decision to make.
1: Hell yes. Yeah. Also, fuck you. An hour late. Yeah. Yo. I
0: mean, it was warranted because there was traffic, but like, a- account for that, you know? And like, don't don't say you're going to make it at this time when like you re- obviously you're not going to like.
1: Or just don't say yes to the date because you obviously don't care. Yeah. If you don't care, it's okay. But No, you know, he, he cared. He cared he a lot. Did? And it
0: was a double date and he made a lot of effort to get there in time and he was like flushed and upset
1: uh, and I felt bad
0: about it. And I was like, let's strike one. And he was like, no, it was traffic. And, I was, and then the second one, I think he was making a large purchase that took too long. And I was just like, you know what? I'll see you at like nine o'clock for dinner. Um, Yeah, I'm my bullshit tolerance is very low, yet my patience is higher. Isn't that weird?
1: It is. Are you tuned in, though? Like, if somebody, like, says something and their eye twitches, you'd catch that twitch and you're like, yeah. you're full of shit.
0: You know I had that FBI training
1: in college. You're a fire spinner FBI agent? Yeah, I had interrogation training. Where's Geekhan your show? Yeah. Get the fuck. Are you being real?
0: I'm being real. I, l- linguistics. You can choose many tracks that you want to stay in. Um, my best friend chose French, so he he uh, teaches English, like he taught English in France because he can speak French. Now he's in China. Like let's hope he stays safe from the coronavirus. Um, or you can do like Spanish and then you have to take like Spanish lit and like, you have to go really far back with Spanish or you can do like an English track. And I took like Chaucer and Shakespeare and shit like that. And, um, then you can take your electives and, and there weren't as many to take. And I always took like 18 plus credits every semester cause I'm a fucking nerd. And I took, um, Forensic linguistics, handwriting analysis, uh, semiotics—like all these things—to learn what symbols mean to to people. Uh, Sociolinguistics, so I can identify. Like you would probably call it racial stereotyping or profiling. But like the one of the projects was that she would put a picture up on the screen, and it was like a family with their food laid out, and like all of them standing near their food, and it was like, "What country is this?" And I fucking nailed it every time. And then she'd slide a, a a handwriting thing over and be like, "Who? What kind of person wrote this?" And I'd be like, "An emotional woman, or like a psychopathic man." Yeah. And then uh, I can tell you if it if it's a man or a woman, and and uh, if it's a speaker of English as a second language, and like it comes in handy. We have these little to do lists that my staff does at the Higher Path, and if they don't put their name on it, <laughs> they'll come to me and be like, "Who who wrote this?" And I'll be like, "Um, an arrogant boy." <laughs> uh. A sad girl. And then they're like, oh, okay. Then they say the names because <laughs> they know who was working that day. Yeah, And I'm never wrong. Wow. Yeah. So I want, I wanted to be an FBI interrogator. Um, but my my first husband was really firm about me waiting to go to grad school until he finished grad school because he was going to get a job at a college and then it would be free if I went there. And I was like, oh, okay. Also, my mom is going to pay for grad school. So I could have just gone. This yeah. is, I just folded into myself and let him control my life.
1: Don't do that. Word.
0: Don't do that. But yeah, I catch light. This is how I caught my husband uh, cheating. I just did interrogation on him hardcore.
1: Yeah, you just flipped it on him. Mm. Do you still have those mm. aspirations to be an agent?
0: No, because I like drugs. Yeah. Psychedelics and stuff. And yeah. that was invariably when they were like, you can't smoke weed. And like the weed was tempering me in a way that nothing else could. No no SSRIs. Because I was had PTSD. I was so angry as a person until like 27 when I started doing, like, psychedelics and comedy. Yeah. <laughs> that was my outlet. Very, very angry person. Sorry for anyone who knew me pre-27. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I have any friends.
1: <laughs> I uh, I think that's so neat because I love those TV shows where, like, somebody says, I don't know where he was on the 7th, and then they zoom in on his nose, and it flares a little mm-hmm. bit, and the agent's like, got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Have you, have you ever – been well did you get interrogated yeah how was that intense yeah Mm -hmm. in my head I always picture what I would do in situations like if I walk past like five dudes on the street I always picture how I'd Tom Cruise kick the shit out of all of them you know like fun shit like that and I always picture myself being interrogated and my arms are just crossed I'm like lawyer lawyer (laughs) and I like never fold but I've never been in that kind of instance so Uh I don't really know how I would do
0: uh-huh
1: yeah but I have like high aspirations for handling my shit
0: I get that I almost went military with it. I almost went Air Force to be a linguist. But if you want to keep learning languages, you have to be a like a just a soldier kind of thing. If you want to be a, an officer, which I would be with a college degree, you don't get to learn as many languages. You're more of like a, a boss, a coordinator. Neither of those sounded appealing to me, so I didn't. I didn't end up doing that. Obviously. Yeah, but <laughs> you could
1: be. still have this like low key have the secret skills.
0: Yeah, I do. I you cannot lie to me. That's what's up. And I, I can anticipate what people are going to do because everything is a pattern and everything is just a different variable. And I can plug it in and be like, this is going to be the outcome. There it is. And uh, yeah, it keeps me safe. I think that's partially the FBI training and partially just from being abused as a kid. I'm always thinking about how to be safe. Yeah. And not trusting anyone.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Well, uh, like on, those, on that pattern tip, like psychedelics help me with that. Like right? mushrooms help me lock in and just see see things a little clearer.
0: Everything's an algorithm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. It's there's comfort in that for me.
0: What kind of drugs do you do?
1: Uh, all of them that I can get in my mouth. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I really love them. Acids my favorite. Uh the one I can't he made a face like, "Oh, get in your mouth." Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can Hey, can't, dick I, is a drug. I don't <laughs> <laughs> The only one I don't really I I would Try heroin, um, but I don't think I want to try it anytime soon. Yeah, but I'm real curious about it. I am too, but like I've done opium before, smoked opium, Mm -hmm.
0: and it was amazing. Yeah, it's great. But we all just like – I was living in New Jersey at the time. We all just dog piled in a room and slept for days at a time, and finally I was like, I got to go to ballet class, guys. I was like dancing in the city and I had missed like three days of oh, my life. Wow. And they were like, Where are you? What are you doing? And I couldn't be like, I was on sorry, I was on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, We guys, we gotta stop doing this.
1: That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I would I don't what I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that. It like I've never lost sometimes. days.
0: Like they talk about opium dens. Yeah. Like it was like a den. Like everyone was just big chill. Sometimes eyes open, sometimes eyes closed, conscious, lucid, just Going through it like not even thirsty.
1: Shit. Just like so dehydrated yeah. and sleeping. And like
0: my body didn't hurt at all. I always have injuries from dance and I didn't feel any pain in my body or any emotional pain. That's mm. what we do. You're hiding from it. Acid makes you confront it. Mushrooms makes you go through it. Yeah. Same with ayahuasca.
1: I will try that soon. Yeah? Got to. Do it's want,
0: important. Do you want to come with me?
1: Uh yeah. I actually I would trust you <laughs> to like be a part of that experience. I for just me. got
0: the email for the new dates. What do you mean? That from my shaman in Joshua tree.
1: You have a, yeah. you're on a shaman's email list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really neat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'll forward it to you. Cool. Uh, and you can see if you'd like any of the dates. Okay. Um, yeah. I've done it twice and it was phenomenal. A Crazy ass experience. Yeah. But you can misread visions. Like I talked about this on a podcast before.
1: Uh, maybe like on weed and grub coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a, yeah. You got to read your visions carefully and don't try to manipulate what they're telling you like just accept accept it even if you don't want to even if it's like break up with them can't fight it you know yeah i wish i had listened to grandmother ayahuasca
1: that that shit trips me up because i always think about is this my future like i've had some very intense uh mushroom trips where mm-hmm. i just took i took as many as i could oh my just God. to see what would happen you and? know and i sat on the on the living room floor of my college dorm, cross-legged, uh, I thought I was going to paint. That didn't work out. <laughs> just no, there Could was no move painting. Did you hands? Did yeah. you hold things? I barely. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just like sat there with my eyes closed and my head down, mm-hmm. and I got I I drilled so deep into myself, oh, man. and then I didn't know if what I was drilling into was present past, or I was seeing my future. Mm. And I started seeing like myself selling insurance in the future. And Mm. that got real scary. Yeah. Like (gasps) I just, I didn't know where I was and what it was telling me. I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around any of it.
0: I feel like when I go in my head like that, I'm in this room, a circular room with many doors and the room turns and then the door opens and it becomes like a world. And that's an option. And then I can like walk backwards out of it. And I've definitely done that a few times in this and i see it consistently in my head it's very it kind of looks like the gravitron at carnivals mm-hmm. you know yeah and uh yeah i i can sometimes choose what i want to dream about or think about in that regard sometimes though it's like night go look and see what happens
1: if you go this way
0: and it's like oh my god <laughs>
1: yeah it, it's very intense i love those i think i don't know if i believe in a bad trip mm. necessarily like that's not fair. Like, if somebody kills somebody else, that's, like, a bad trip. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, my own self, like, reflective, like, deep, uncomfortable trips. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciated coming out the other side of them, but they were hellacious while I was going through it.
0: I've done a lot of mushrooms before and been not happy about it. I, I threw up and then um, too much acid one time, and uh, I threw up a lot because I was getting motion sick. I couldn't speak. I couldn't like move my hands. Apparently, I had a full blown conversation in Spanish with this guy. And he came up to me later when I was like coming down a little bit. He started talking to me in Spanish. And like, I speak it, but like, it takes me a minute when I'm like not on drugs. And then uh, he's like, We had this whole conversation. I know so much about you. And he starts spitting all these facts. And I was like, I have no recollection of having this conversation in Spanish with this guy. Whoa, that's a midsummer shit. That's a midsummer shit. And there's a glitch in there that I talked about when it was mine and aristotle's podcast oh, i wasn't going to say his name whatever when it was our podcast and now um that that very night he did too much acid too and he had met um this girl and i had seen them talking and then later on i found her cuz i couldn't i couldn't move i couldn't speak i was going through the time when i like couldn't make english or anything and she comes over to me and she was like you feel like you need some comfort and i was like okay and then she hands me some stones and i was just i picked one out and i gave her the rest back and i was like i like this one she leans forward and she goes, is your husband Aristotle? And I was like, yes. And she goes, he picked that one out too. <gasps> no way. Yeah. I was like, well, we're married for a reason. Yeah. You know, we have a connection. Yeah. There for, was love there for sure.
1: Fuck yeah. There will always be a good a connection.
0: Yeah. I mean, I severed that.
1: <laughs> I have friends who went to, um, like they went through a big traumatic experience and they went to some kind of like energy cutter Mm -hmm. where like they're like pulling black and the the way they described it was beautiful because i was so skeptical but it was Mm -hmm. like they lay there and they find these parts of your body and they're like pulling black energy and cutting it with scissors out of you and then it's like pulling the trauma out of your body where you're carrying it
0: what's the nomenclature for this thing
1: uh, one. What does nomenclature mean?
0: Uh, uh, what's it called? What's it
1: called? What is this process called? Oh man, I don't know, but I know who knows. Soul
0: pulling or something. Soul pulling.
1: Yes, it's it's real wild. Okay. It's like pulling the toxins out of your feet, but instead of that, it's like pulling the ribbons of energy out of your body.
0: I'll try anything once. I'm single. I, I
1: got you. Yeah, let me find out for real because I don't want to say the person's name on air. No, for sure. But yeah.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to say like my shaman's name or anything.
1: Yeah. I had a burp. Turns out your shaman is Tim Cook. What? <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> you should say that. Uh, what's your glitch? My glitch? It actually has I, – I don't know if – I was really trying to think hard because we've talked so much about Molly and mushrooms uh-huh. and the first time I did Acid was not too long ago and it was in Vegas at a hip-hop festival. I
0: remember you told me about that like yeah, the next day.
1: Yeah, and I I really loved Acid but I was not in a good place uh-huh. at, in Vegas to do it in front of like angry, you know, uh-huh. hip-hop. uh so I didn't want to do any of that. I thought about this time I I've had a I think everybody has strong premonitions. Mm-hmm. It's not special. Mm-hmm. I think we all have them. Mm-hmm. But there was one in particular that I was thinking of where I was f- just living here and I was working for a food delivery place called Instacart. Okay. Uh thank you. F- to them because they got sued and I like all of the workers got a check. Yeah, great. That's what's up. <laughs> So glad that they are now honest, or maybe they're gone. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, Good for you,
0: Mazel. <laughs> so
1: I was driving for Instacart and I had this person's groceries in my backseat and I'm on my way there and I had this strong premonition of a car accident as I was driving past this truck mm. and I felt my whole body just kind of opened up and got light uh-huh. and fuzzy and then. I stop at the very next light, and a truck slams into the back of me, and I slam into the car in front of me, and I'm just shaking because of the accident that I didn't see coming, and I'm shaking because I like saw all of it just before it happened, Final Destination style. Very intense. Dude. Yeah. Did you see yourself being more hurt in the vision? Yes, okay. 100%. Okay, so you were
0: less hurt in real life?
1: Yeah, I was okay. Thank God. But the person who I hit, so I get out of the car, and the uh, woman who hit me gets out of her car, and she's like... She started yelling at us, trying to make it seem like it was our fault, you know, because you got to make moves if Mm, you can. mm. Uh, No no shade on her. (laughs) She tried. (laughs) It wasn't going to work. But I go to the car in front of me to make sure they're okay, and she's a eight month pregnant woman no. sitting in the front seat. Oh, and so I was okay, but I'm like, am I gonna deliver a baby? Like what's gonna happen right now? Like I've could seen, you? Uh I mean I can catch anything, but <laughs> you know, I think there's if there's if that's all I gotta do, I can catch it.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, there's more to it than that. But I, yeah.
1: Yeah. I could probably turn it around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if it's breach, what do you do?
1: You go in there and you spin it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, for you. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm no doctor but I know I've seen mm-hmm. George Clooney and stuff in ER.
0: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you um get out of that accident unscathed?
1: Yes, but no. Um no because I like it was that it was a moment for me when I felt saw and all of it and then it came true mm-hmm. where I was like, "Yo, I got to start listening to myself more." Yeah. Because and so it's not that I didn't come out unscathed, it's more like I just looked back on so many moments like that that have happened in my life mm-hmm. and I I didn't pay them the respect that I felt like I should have. And that was the one when I like jolted forward, my airbag went off, that I was like, yo, I need to start listening yeah. to the world a bit more. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, that's intense. That's an intense glitch. It was wild. It but- was, and then, and then I still had to deliver the groceries. Like the whole <laughs> thing was.
0: car wasn't fucked
1: up? Oh, it was totaled. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't know what to tell y'all. Did you take
0: a lift to deliver the groceries (laughs) use an app to deliver an app's groceries?
1: I was so late. I was an hour late probably. Mm -hmm. Um, but once the cops came and took all of our statements and we all traded information and and the ambulance had to come because, um, to make sure she was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, my car, I still had to just drive it.
0: You had to drive a totaled car?
1: Yeah. Oh, Oh man, it was fucking brutal. Yeah. So yeah, that's like, But I've had so many of those, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. those just like those jolt awake moments where like you just like are disconnected from whatever this reality is. Sure. Yeah.
0: I've had those about danger and I've had those about friendships. Like I can just tell I'm going to be friends with somebody from like looking at them across the room. I can just be like one day I'll be friends with that person and then like it'll happen. Or like the guy I'm seeing now. The first time I ever saw him I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna be like intimate with him I can tell yeah um but like I was seeing someone he had a girlfriend we ended up breaking up within like two days of each other it was like supposed to happen
1: that's hot yeah that's really hot yeah damn
0: and I knew it I could see it in my head like our intimacy and I knew it would be awesome
1: do you ever wonder like I feel like stuff like that it's (laughs) You know, practice how you play. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you don't practice every day the way that you want to play when things are happening, then you're not going to play as hard. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be as good. So I do think like even on the premonition glitching tip, if you you'll lose it, you'll straight up lose it.
0: it So you don't lose it. Premonition glitching. You just coined that. Yes. That's (laughs) fucking awesome.
1: Premonition glitching.
0: We had to do I'm making a new segment where a guest coins a word, but it has to happen organically. So. Premonition Glitch, and that's yours. Thank you. I'll make that your uh, the title of your podcast.
1: <laughs> that's so dope.
0: I have, a lot of mine lately have had the word wet in them, or like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wet for change. Pussy is God. There's uh, a lot of that going around.
1: I love wet for change. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: I'm wet for change. Uh, I have a glitch. Um, I flew to San Francisco to go to the Emerald Cup recently. December in December with my assistant, Sarah, you met her.
1: Yeah. She's very cool.
0: She's the best. And, um, we were standing in line for the tram to get to the terminal. And I looked down and I realized I was wearing a purple sweater and my suitcase was purple. And I looked at her and I was like, people are going to think I'm a purple bitch. And she goes, I'm sorry, what? I was like, they're going to think I'm like one of those bitches that just like everything has to be purple. And she was like, does that, is that a thing? And I was like, yeah. You never seen a purple bitch? <laughs> and she was like, no. Like, her hair is purple, too. Like, she dyes it with overtone purple. But, like, nothing else on her was purple. And I was like, I I, I almost want to take this off because I don't want people to think I'm a purple bitch. But also, I don't care. We get on the terminal. I sit down. Lady next to me asks me to help her <laughs> with her phone. That happens to me a lot. Does that happen to you a lot? No. Okay. People talk to me a lot. Mm. I must have a vibe. Yeah. A, a helpful one. Anyway, so I'm like, here, I'll swipe for you. There you go. That's how you do it. And I look to my left. <laughs> And there's a purple bitch sitting right there. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't even fucking believe it. And Sarah's like, oh, my God. And I was like, I told you, purple. I mean, I'm it's too much purple. And the lady heard me. Uh, and she turns and she goes, what's wrong with purple? And I was like, nothing. Fucking color of royalty. Love it to death. Uh, and then we had a nice conversation. So she had a purple suitcase. Yes. A purple backpack. Purple shoes. Her belt was purple, her jacket was purple, and she had purple hair and purple nails. She was a purple bitch. (laughs) I manifested this person into reality and put them in my space to prove a point to my assistant. (laughs) That's a purple bitch. (laughs) Take notes. It was so weird. Wow. Yeah.
1: disappeared into a purple puff of smoke (laughs) as soon as things were done. Oh, my God. A purple bitch.
0: <laughs> I mean, it would be weird if I'd called someone myself a purple bitch and then months later encountered this purple bitch. Right. That would have been a glitch in and of itself. But one minute later, what? <laughs> I was like, should I dye my hair purple? Is that what the universe is telling me right now? Yeah. No. She was like, no, I think it's telling you to be nice to the girl with purple hair sitting next to you. And I was like, shut up, Sarah. Yeah, shut up.
1: Was, oh, cool. Practical. Fucking awesome. Practical's fun. <laughs>
0: wee-oo, wee oo.
1: Heard her noises. She's adorable. Oh wow. Uh did you want like because now things like that for me, when I'm if I wear that sweatshirt, I don't know if I'd wear it again. Mm-hmm. Like I would kind of get rid of it because it's so tied to that moment. Um
0: I haven't worn it since <laughs> Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's tough. Like if I had a bat like if something happens and I'm in a certain like clothing, mm-hmm. I just won't wear that anymore. It just sits in the closet because it's tied to it now. It's like the memory. You
0: can it because the original memory of that purple sweater, I wore it to the Lowell Herb Cafe on the last night of my um, fertility shots for my egg extraction, mm-hmm. and I was glowing like pregnant bitch glowing and everyone said it to me all night they were like you're fucking glowing and sarah was like you look so beautiful i can't even stand it right now and like we took a picture together and i'm visibly glowing in the picture and she's like i don't want you to post that i look dull next to you and i was like you are no i'm kidding i love her she's beautiful um she's in black and white it's like oh okay so that was i associated it with that sweater was like me being fertile and glowing and beautiful and then I'm wearing it in San Francisco in this purple bitch. It fucking makes me feel like a weirdo for it. So I was like, I benched the sweater. I haven't worn it since. Uh, I can try to associate it with fertility. Probably not going to happen. Probably not. I'm a purple bitch for life. Yeah. Just like the first time you admit you're a horse girl. You never live that down.
1: <laughs> I did see that picture of you with that horse.
0: I have so many pictures of me with horses.
1: Unbelievable. Throughout
0: my life. We had horses when I was in Middle school and high school. We have a farm in in Florida like an hour and a half away from our house. Yeah. Four horses there for a long time.
1: How did it feel to break their minds?
0: Break the horse's minds?
1: Yeah. Isn't that what you have to do? To meld? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, It felt great. Two of them I did, and two of them I never bonded with. Oh. Yeah. Marcella, I never bonded with. Shenandoah, uh, I definitely bonded with the most. He was a big, huge fucker. He was like a dog. I would like whistle for him to come and he'd come running up like a dog and I'd squish his cheeks. Literally his head was this fucking big. He was so big. Um, like a had- huge pumpkin. <clears throat> huge pumpkin. Yeah. He had blonde hair but he was brown and shaggy and he was a gelding so he was really well behaved um he bucked my mom once and she fell on her face and had a really bad bruise and she had to go give talks at a conference it was not a good thing but yeah. she got literally she fell she's a horse girl too from her childhood she fell it was painful she kind of cried a little bit she sat down for a while we all just stayed on our horses as they did that like bored, like <laughs> clump their feet that you see in movies they yeah. were just like oh what are we doing here Wait. and then she got up got back on the horse and we finished our ride my that... mom is a fucking badass.
1: God damn. What's yeah. your mom's name? Susan. Susan. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is a badass. That's where I get it from. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You're you're a Susan girl too. Yeah. Susan girl and a horse
0: girl. <laughs> Once a horse girl, always a horse girl. It, it, evidently that makes me like uh, sensitive and nerdy. Just that fact alone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But also like animals trust you, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the biggest like not tests of character. What's the word I'm trying to say? Like like if I was walking uh, and a dog started barking at me, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, what vibe am I giving off that mm-hmm. like animals don't even trust me? I need to be liked by all things.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not liked by very many, but animals for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, people take them or leave them, right? Remember maybe a Jane's? seal? Like I want a seal to, yo, that cat jumped in your lap immediately. Yeah. yeah. Bobo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know animals like me. Can I tell you what happened the other day cuz yeah. I was watching uh I was watching Mary Jane's Animals cuz she was in the Pacific Northwest with her sister uh-huh. and Archie the dog, I was sitting on her bed and Archie saw a squirrel uh-huh. and he got so tight in the chest and he didn't know what to do with that energy of like someone's on my land, I must protect this house and he let out a guttural no 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 <gasps> and I fucking flipped and I grabbed my phone in case it happened again. Uh-huh. It's not going to happen again, no. but it was like in my head, once I deconstructed it, I was like, "Holy shit!" That dog just said no, no, no about a squirrel. Mm-hmm. But also, did it just level up closer to being a human mm-hmm. in a couple life cycles? Mm-hmm. Because it was like, it, like it did it just evolve in front of my eyes a little? Like, what,
0: a. what is that? That's creepy. Yeah. <sighs> Damn, I would be freaked the fuck out, right?
1: For sure. Yeah. Because they're so stressed. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is zero to 60 with them. There's yeah. no in between. Yeah. They're either asleep or they're on high alert. and fight or it flight. Fucking, it was crazy. Sleeper. And then the squirrel went, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. It was real wild. It was crazy.
0: Fuck you looking at. <laughs> <laughs> the squirrel's from Jersey, but we were in California. Yeah. Let's just go with it. He traveled very far. He's ragged and haggard, mm-hmm. and he's just been through it.
1: Yeah. Let me get an orange.
0: <laughs> you got- just trying to get a nut, so what's up? Uh <laughs> That's a great glitch. Uh the dog barking. That's I mean saying no. Um it scares me a little bit. The you ever seen a ghost?
1: In, in my dreams. In I had dream? a, I dreamed about my my grandfather John. Uh-huh. My mom's dad died and uh it was months later afterwards. And I had a dream and he was so real in it. And we were running around and I was, he was trying to tell me something Mm -hmm. and I just kept yelling at him to get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. And I was so mean to him, but it, it just, I felt like whatever plane we were on, it was a real one. And he was trying to connect and communicate with me and I wouldn't give him the time of day. And I haven't had a dream about him since. So i it was kind of fucked. It was another one of those. I should have been open yeah. and things, see what he was going to say. See what he was going to say. Well, you're open now. Your yeah. Portal's
0: back open. So wait for the lion's gate or whatever. And uh, he'll come back.
1: I would love that. I would welcome that for yeah. sure.
0: Especially if you think about him, right?
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally.
0: Manifest that shit. <laughs> Is that the sound you make? Yeah. And you're premonition? <laughs> premonition glitching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: That. It's <laughs> Or what other? <are> <laughs> yep. And. Yep. Cool.
0: Those are the noise. Those are the sound bites. I got to get her doing that sound bite.
1: What's your ghost situation?
0: I have a hag.
1: What is that? It's a a
0: spirit that uh, sits on your chest, and you feel like you can't breathe, and stands in the corner and watches you, thinking evil thoughts at you. Um, I mean, scientifically, this is probably like single women with depression who are alone and scared have these feelings, you know, um, but throughout history, many people have written of this same feeling of someone sitting on their chest and someone being nearby and just thinking bad thoughts at them. And, um, <clears throat> it came when I was 19 when I was in Texas and it like shook my bed. That's, that's how I know it's there. My bed shakes. And I tried to do like, you know, when you're uh, Ouija board, sometimes it moves because of the pulse in your fingers. And I was, like, really paying attention. I slowed my breathing. I slowed my pulse. And it was not shaking in conjunction with my pulse. So I was, like, testing everything to, like, try – I was trying to use logic, you know, to not be – a ghost girl. I'm already a horse girl. Really? I can't be a ghost girl, too. Next, I'm going to be a horoscope girl, you know? Yeah. And then a crystal girl. Oh, no. Just gonna, I'm just going to keep going until I don't even know who I am. I'm just a bunch of labels.
1: <laughs> You're reading fortunes out of a van. Mm-hmm. Where did it all go mm-hmm. wrong? In the woods. In the woods. With my
0: children. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, so your bed is shaking and but so and there's someone on your chest.
0: I can feel it, yeah. Fuck. And uh, my great aunt got me an amethyst And um, I wore an amethyst for years because it came to me a lot. It was really scary. Um, It actually came right after like a very traumatic time for me. I had a sexual assault and was like becoming a new person. And I was like celibate and sober and like really weird. Cut all my hair off, dyed it black. I was like goth without being um, actually goth. Like I still listen to Sublime. and smoked blunts sometimes, but like I looked goth. And, uh, that's when it came to me and, and has not stopped. And when I'm, when someone else is in the bed with me, it's not there. I think that's a lot of the reason why I could never be single. I like that, you know, protection of having someone in the bed with me. Yeah. And I felt the hag, um, after we broke up in August and I just tried to talk to it this time. I was like, just fucking take me like what you're, what are you trying to scare me about? You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me, my spirit. And I'm going to choke in my sleep and die. Uh, and it didn't. It went away. And I haven't seen it since.
1: Fucking because you've confronted it, you yeah. think? Wow.
0: And I was I was no longer afraid of death. I I before I got on medication, I wanted to die. Like my marriage ended. I wanted to die. And I had nothing to lose. So I just told this thing, fucking take me, dude. I knew it was a man. It feels like a man's spirit. <clears throat> yeah. Um, because of course it is, because you fuckers are so abusive. <laughs> 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 but it's gone now. And I'm alone a lot in my bed. Not a lot. Like three or four nights a week, I'm alone in my bed. And I don't sense it anymore.
1: That's huge. Yeah. Wow.
0: Without, I'm not wearing any crystals. I don't do any chanting or anything. I just, I'm like, you don't exist.
1: It's wild to think that like the crystals and everything are... um like just you delaying the inevitable which is facing confronting something Mm head-on so you got to do all the other bullshit around it Mm -hmm. before like you can muster up the courage to just like look it in the eye i confront a
0: lot of shit head-on now yeah i think i told you our song came on the radio and i just let it play i I cried for a second and then i just locked it up and i was like it's a good song i'm just gonna listen to the song and now when it comes on it's a twinge and Mm -hmm. i know that it probably always will be a twinge but it doesn't affect me like before. I could, I had to skip it, and like I was a wreck, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, big butts is on the airwaves at all times, so it's hard <laughs> to avoid. <laughs> that was your song, right? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the hook gonna be, Murphy Lee? Oh shit, that's yeah, a good song. Yeah, that's a good song. Um, you want to play a game?
1: Sure, I okay. love games.
0: This is called Linglitch sticks. Oh great! I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a word. I'm going to give you a definition that's real and a definition that's fake. And you have to guess which one is real and which one is fake. Love it. Okay. Hold on, if I can pronounce this. Sescopedialinism. Sescopedialinism. Sescopedialinism.
1: Okay. Sescopedialinism?
0: Sescopedialinism. Alienism.
1: Alienism. Okay.
0: Seskopedia Alienism. Uh, here's one definition <clears throat> The act of sequestering a certain subsect of human based on their religion, or the practice of using long, sometimes obscure words in speech or writing.
1: Ooh, shit. Did you write one of these? Mm -hmm. All right, now I got to think about who you are (laughs) because I don't know the answer based on any of that. So now I got to wonder about like.
0: Break apart the um, prefixes. Oh, that's not going to help me. No.
1: No. I didn't even know what that other nomenclature was. You think I'm going to know (laughs) sesquipedia minimalism? I'm a linguist. It's not fair. I had to study a lot of words. (laughs) I mean, I remember the word gerund, but that's as far as it goes. I don't Mm. know what it is. Um, You don't know what gerund is? No.
0: Oh, it's ing for a word. Oh. Like making a verb uh, an action. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping. Oh. That's a gerund.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to say the second definition is fake. Really? Yeah. So the- you
0: think it's uh, sequestering. sequestering people based on their religion?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> no. <I'm> <laughs> it's a practice of using long, sometimes obscure words in speech or writing, um, uh, or sometimes as countable. It's a very long word. So um, that's me. Damn. I'm a I usually am really good at reading words and saying them, but this, this is a tongue twister. Can I see it? Yeah.
1: Is it okay to see? Oh my god, that's so many letters. I know. Yeah.
0: I uh, looked at these lists. I was like, big words that people don't know, and I was like, I got to do one. that like, I also don't know, uh, because then more likely the guests won't know, you know. Uh, and I could Because we're all dumb and- compared to you. No. Because I do words for a – I used to read the dictionary, dude. Really? Like I'm a fucking linguist. I love language. Yeah. My vocabulary is not normal um, because I love it and I love words. But um, yeah, so I was like – and I just kept – I knew all the words and all these lists. So I was like I got to go deeper and go – so (laughs) Seskopedia. Yeah, when you got stuck with that one.
1: It's a great one because I really did think – did you write that sequestered?
0: I made that up on the spot just now.
1: No way. Yeah. You're great. Thank you. Goddamn. Linguist.
0: Linguist. Um, the next game is called Semiotic Scream. Okay. Semiotics is the study of signs. A uh, Semiotic Stream is the the path your consciousness takes based on the signs that a word or phrase or picture triggers in your mind. So it's like bouncing around. Some people's is cra- crazy. Like in improv, you would call that an A to C maybe. Sure. You know?
1: Or like a Donnie Darko-y sure. kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this game, what I want it to be, I tried it with Wolfie. I'm going to try it with you. I'm going to say a word, and then you say a word or phrase or tell a story or something until we go back and forth, until you feel passionately about something, and that's the scream part, uh, and we'll get to the root of like what you really want to
1: talk about. Okay. Can you say the directions one more time? I'm
0: going to say a word okay. or a phrase, Okay. and you just say whatever it makes you think of.
1: Oh, so I'm not <clears throat> repeating it? I'm nope. saying- You
0: just say whatever, it, wherever it takes your head. So I'm association. Like, bing,
1: cool. bing, oh, love back it. and forth. Okay, okay. Great.
0: Okay. So the first word is going to be syllable. Short. To the point. Specific. Pacific Ocean.
1: Ooh. Uh salt. Epsom salt. Soothing.
0: This kind of sounds like Susan.
1: <laughs> Not a fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan. Florida has uh ceiling fans, and I missed
1: that about Florida. Not a fan of ceiling fans.
0: You're not a fan of ceiling fans?
1: No. I do feel passionately about that. Really? Yeah.
0: You don't like ceiling fans?
1: So ineffective. Give me a one on a floor that's rotating back and forth. Ceiling, you don't know which way it's supposed to go. You don't know when they're off and on. The whole thing's a mess.
0: Wow. You're not from Florida. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) We have ceiling fans in every room in Florida. Really? Uh Uh-huh. And it's just like a way of life. No. Because... It no, keeps the air flowing nicely. You still have the air con on sometimes or like a fan on the desk, but like you need that overhead fan on to just keep it making it feel like it's fresh air all the time.
1: Mm-mm. Wow,
0: you don't like ceiling fans. Also,
1: if you ever saw my apartment, just don't look at the fan. Oh. Do, do you know what I'm saying? It's all dusty? It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never reached up there to see what's what.
0: I used to get up there and clean ours. Uh, in the dining room and it would just be dust everywhere. Yeah.
1: Oh wow. Well it's nice to know that we don't see eye to eye on ceiling fans. This yeah. is a good game.
0: You really shit really hit the fan there for a second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did a a prank once where I put glitter on my brother's ceiling fan. That was really funny. There you go. Yeah, that was worth it.
0: Uh was your mom mad? Oh yeah. Was it carpet? Yeah. You yeah. fucker. A carpet house. As your mother, I would have been so pissed off. It's yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of strippers came in here.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, it was beautiful mm-hmm. <laughs> to me. <laughs> I bet it
0: was. Are you a glitter bitch still? Sure. Yeah. I love it. Do you ever get your, your shit glittered up at uh, EDC or whatever?
1: I never had. Oh, I, I got my beard once. Yeah. And that was pretty cool, actually. That pretty cool. I really liked it. I mean, you know, if any time that I can feel sparkly, why wouldn't I? Yeah. I'm well, a glitter bitch. Yeah?
0: Whenever I can have glitter, I'll have glitter.
1: Gl- glitter?
0: Glitching glitter? Yeah, something. Glitcher? That'll be my merch. <laughs>
1: This horse girl is a glitter gl- glitching bitch. <laughs>
0: what am I going to be next after horse girl? Word girl?
1: Yeah, I already was. Yeah, I don't know. Um, can I tell you one more glitch? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, is there more game? I'm so sorry.
0: This is there's no rules, dude. Nothing's okay. real. This but, is all a
1: simulation because of that Donnie Darko thing. Uh-huh. I I just wanted to. this is the other one I was going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she's not going to have me back. I get (laughs) to get them all in now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So uh, I saw Donnie Darko and I was really, really stoned sitting in my friend Mark Hirsch's basement. And there was the part uh, where the guy's like, what is that word? And it was cellar door. And so cellar door was written on a chalkboard. And I can't remember who the teacher is, but she's like, that's the most beautiful word combination in the English language or something, something. And so I Googled it and I looked it up and there was a prolific writer who said cellar door is the most beautiful and i was so high and i was like yes it is and i've always wanted to be a writer and so on my back the very next day after donnie darko i got a huge cellar door tattoo with a calligraphy pen coming off it and then i i remember right around the time it was because it was right around my birthday so i had a little cash Mm -hmm. so i could get it last year my podcast weed and grub we do our first live show up in uh the Pacific Northwest, and it was like on my birthday at the fucking cellar door. At the cellar door. And I was like, what the fucking,
0: fuck? Did you show them your tattoo?
1: Oh, immediately. They, <laughs> they're like, why is this dude taking his shirt off so early in the conversation? Yeah.
0: That's great. Yeah. That's a great fucking glitch.
1: It was crazy cool.
0: You know, I have an evergreen tree tattooed on my back. Really? Yeah. I show people in Oregon sometimes. They care.
1: Yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) You like this, right?
0: (laughs) You guys see these every day, but it's on my body. It's great.
1: (laughs) Do do you like to talk about why you got an evergreen specifically out of all the trees?
0: I love trees. And um, that one reminds me of Oregon, of the Pacific Northwest. And that was, for me, I grew up in California until I was 10. And then we fled to the Pacific Northwest for a couple years. And that was safe. The the rain and the clouds and the fog and the trees, everything just felt safe like a cushion. And so I will always equate the Pacific Northwest with safety and happiness and peace. I'm always searching for peace and serenity. So I got that tree because it reminds me of being safe.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Thank you
0: so much. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones are just words, obviously. Yeah. That's a Norwegian word. Okay. That's a French word.
1: What's the French one? That's fresh. N'est pas. Which is?
0: means, uh, is it not? But it's a colloquialism. It can be used as a tag in so many ways. Like you could say, uh, he's hot, is it not? And, and you're saying, like, is he not? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're running late, are they not? Let's life, is it not? Like you can just use it for so many
1: things. I love, it's evergreen. <laughs>
0: it's evergreen. Cool. Literally. Yeah. And it just felt like what I'm going through right now. Just, is it not? You know, it's an algorithm, is it not? It was going to happen. Uh, yeah, so I'm just leaning in.
1: What about the the fact that I got a the green ducks? O? So I thought, I have a green O on my forearm and I thought it, it was green for like kindness, it all mm-hmm. comes back around, renewal. And then when I went to Oregon, everyone was like, go dogs. This is literally
0: like... <laughs> my first thought.
1: <laughs> Are you going to add to it? I got to now. Yeah. Like, I can't just leave this hanging. See, here's a
0: glitch because my next tattoo, well, my next one's a Spanish word that's a Spanish phrase that's going to wrap around my arm like that from my favorite Judy Bloom book. And then the next one I'm getting is Oroboros, the snake eating its own tail. It's a circle mm-hmm. with like, um, hemp cannabis leaves all around it, like very subtle. So you have to like look to see that it's weed because I want some kind of cannabis tattoo. It's a big part of my life. Yeah, Even when I'm not smoking, I'm in cannabis, you know, I'll probably be in cannabis forever. So that's the one after, after the Spanish. So I have Norwegian, French, Spanish. Those are the ones I speak the best. And then I'll probably do a Hebrew, maybe an Arabic.
1: Yeah. Ooh, you're going to look really cool. Mm. Yeah.
0: I'm hoping. <laughs> All I want is to be cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I really want more tats, mm-hmm. but I want them to already be faded and look like <laughs> I've had them for a long time, you know?
0: You can request that.
1: Can you? Just don't put the needle in so hard. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. yo. Yeah. It's intense. Mm-hmm. Um, man, your arms are going to be awesome. I love like words on a, like words across a chest mm-hmm. or something like that. I think that's the raddest look.
0: The guy I'm seeing has his whole right arm sleeve tattooed all the way up. It is the hottest fucking thing. Damn. I don't think I've ever dated somebody who was sleeved before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if I have either, but I feel like I would grab his arm and just constantly be looking at it.
0: Yeah. I look at all his tattoos all the time. They're cool. And he just looks so fucking hot.
1: My friend Greer has them, but they're it's not covered. It's all like beautifully spaced between mm-hmm. all of them all over her body, <laughs> which is... To me, kind of like a huge goal. The white space. The white space. Yeah, she has Oive on her knuckles.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, <laughs> right? She's Jewish, I'm assuming.
1: Oh, I don't know. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. Yeah, I want. I think I want in Hebrew. I'm considering getting Baruch Hashem, or um like a longer phrase because I want to get it on my forearm going like this on the on the radial bone. Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of space to work with. And, you know, the characters are tiny, so I could fit a lot. So I could do a phrase. I like that one that's um, on Victoria Beckham's spine. I am to my beloved as my beloved is to me. Ooh. But, like, I'm not there, you know, with somebody, and I don't think I should ever get a tattoo that reminds me of somebody else unless it's, like, a family member. I want to get my sister um, dancing on my forearm here too. Like a silhouette of her, because she was a ballet dancer too. A sil- silhouette of her as a young girl. Because um, that's always how I'll see her, you know, yeah. with like her hair flowing or something, like in the, like the ballet pose.
1: Oh, <clears throat> that's awesome. And like
0: it has to be, it has to look just like her. It has to have her leg shape and her, you know, her feet and everything. I don't want some weird, perfect drawing of someone else.
1: Yeah, like a music box ballerina. Yeah, no. None of that. I
0: want it to be real like her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be after. Spanish, Orogoros, Hebrew, sister.
1: Damn. Heck yeah. Yeah. I love that all of these are like for you, but they're about everything around you. Like they're not actually like about you.
0: Well, what's me?
1: I don't know. Oh, I guess whatever that French term is.
0: N'est-ce pas? Yeah. What's me? Is it not? (laughs) (laughs) I'm everything. Is it not? Je suis tout. C'est n'est-ce pas?
1: I don't know. I am all. Right? Say it again. I want to say it. Je suis tout. N'est-ce pas? Je suis tout. Je suis tout. N'est-ce pas? N'est-ce pas. And that is... Is it not?
0: I, I am all. I am all. Is it not? Am I not?
1: Damn, I want to take acid with you so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I lock up and can't speak, it's not as fun because um, I, I go in. I go deep. I go doming. And I like to stare at like a tapestry or something and just kind of talk to it for a while. But if I'm on a micro dose, have you seen me on a microdose? Uh,
1: If I have, I didn't know. Was I on so something maybe. at EDC? Uh, Yeah, but uh, so was I. So I don't yeah. have a real good frame.
0: Ac- it was acid because I haven't done Molly in years because okay. I the come up. Come down, whatever, from it. Too intense for me. Yeah. Molly's amazing. I have a really great time. And then it's like three days of I'm just I wanna die. Yeah. I'm driving off Maholland. Let's just like I could just turn and just the call of the void is
1: so loud right now. The move with <clears throat> that I learned from music festivals, because I love Molly and I'll take it any chance I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to get a hotel room for the day after the fest because there's no way I'm driving <laughs> back home mm-mm. like feeling like my brain is in static mode.
0: I'll only do Friday or Saturday night so I can have like a day to recover. And yeah. then even then, Monday, I'm tired and grumpy. Tuesday, I want to die. Yeah,
1: fried chicken is the only thing that helps.
0: Oh, I don't think I've done that.
1: No? Fried chicken. Oh, man.
0: Molly recovery? Molly chicken. recovery.
1: Yeah, it's like law and order in fried chicken.
0: Somebody try it and let me know. Take a normal dose of Molly. Don't go fucking crazy. Truth. Yeah, and don't fucking soul bomb.
1: What is that?
0: It's uh, Molly and
1: acid. I don't know. I don't know about that one. That that sounds like something I that would change me too much when I'm on the other um, side.
0: Molly and mushrooms is right.
1: No, uh, no, I don't know the nickname for it. uh,
0: Hippie dipping. Hippie candy flipping. No, candy flipping is uh. Molly
1: and what?
0: Uh, no, it's Molly and acid. No, Molly and mushrooms.
1: <sighs> Sam's like, I don't fucking acid know Acid and mushrooms <laughs> is yeah.
0: hippie dipping or something like that. Hippie something like that. Okay. And then soul bombing is uh, Molly and acid. Molly and which acid? Which are two things like, why would you do those two?
1: Oof, you know, yeah. That's a lot. I would feel bad for my brain mm-hmm. on that one. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm so sorry that you're about to reckon with this.
0: We all, my ex and I and a couple of our friends, took too much acid once at a rave, a comedy show followed by a rave, and to feel more normal, uh, our buddy took Molly because he's like, I know how I feel on Molly, you know, try to get back to it. All you saw was us just either pacing nervously throughout that party or me sitting, staring, Talking to a tapestry, Uh, because I started that day, I remember my my mom called and said, uh, your brother was in a motorcycle accident. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, he broke his collarbone. He had to have a metal collarbone put in. Everyone in my family rides motorcycles. I'm from Florida. (laughs) That should be a a soundbite too. I'm from Florida.
1: Uh, (laughs) Wait, yeah, totally. I love it. It's like, we have horses, we got motorcycles. (laughs) Gators. Any any single seat situations is what we love here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, so I was, I, was, I was upset about that, even though he was okay. So I was sitting staring at this tapestry, and I was talking to my brother. Like, the tapestry was my brother. I was fucked up. And then a bunch of dudes showed up who were, like, drunk and coked out. And when you're a girl at a rave, you can call myself a woman, I guess, um, alone, it's a dangerous situation, you know? Yeah. And I had been left alone to be wonderfully present and enjoying myself there uh and then it's it got bad and i couldn't speak i couldn't tell and all i could do was put my hand up like no you know and then uh, my friend elijah daniel do you know him
1: uh yes by name yes. not by presence
0: um he um found me at the party and was <laughs> was literally like y'all can fuck off he will protect you to the fucking end i have seen him like call out multiple people like did you just grab her ass why do you think that's acceptable? He's the best. Anyways, he was protecting me that night. And um, and then somebody stood in front of me and I couldn't see the tapestry. And I turned to him with like a sad face, like, a, uh, you know, and he was like, what's happening? And I like pointed at the tapestry and he goes, oh, hey, can you move? She's talking to that. <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, sorry, and just moved out of the way so I could just stare at this tapestry. And then he sat with his back to my back so I could feel him until I felt better. Wow. He is amazing. And like, you find souls like that a lot when you do psychedelics and people who've either been through a trip like that. Like I said, there's no bad trip. There's just more intense and less intense. Um, that was a really intense one. I remember like, um, Aristotle and I, when we got home, we sat back to the wall in the shower and with our feet touching each other for like a half an hour just trying not to be on acid anymore. Just yeah. like, oh, just going through it. Whoa. Yeah. And then I laid in my bed and I put one foot down on the floor because my mom taught me that she, she used to do acid in the 70s. And she was like, put one foot down so you feel grounded. Are you seeing any fish on the ceiling? I called her to ask her what to do. And I was like, no fish. And she's like, ah, well, every, every experience is different. Keep that foot on the floor. Drink some water. See you later. <laughs> yep. You know,
1: <laughs> all, all things come to an end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she sounds like practical.
0: My mom is the best.
1: Talk to you soon. Click. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she was like, you need to just like try to sleep it off.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really. Yeah. When I was like in Vegas, I I, I was just like over it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just tried to close my eyes. Thank God. Woke up the next day and I was like, that was
0: pretty fucking intense. Indica helps a lot. Ooh. Um, sometimes mushrooms make me super awake. And then we would always get, we would always hike in new mushrooms. I like to be outside. In general, but especially on mushrooms. I cannot be indoors on mushrooms. I hate it. I don't know how people can do that and go to raves. I don't know how you can do it. Uh, And I like to have like a beer coming down from that like a really a uh, mercine heavy yeah hops beer you know
1: that sounds great and it uh i thought i was gonna do mushroom out. once uh by myself and write mm-hmm. I, th- I was like i'll probably just like write a script
0: All right you I'm- can't use your hands come <laughs> yeah, on there was no way what are these noodles <laughs> I,
1: I was i immediately was outside standing in line at the taco bell drive-thru uh-huh. yeah just like eyes bugging out and just enjoying the breeze shrooms do something else to you i remember uh
0: we were hiking once and there was a felled tree and you could see the, the rings on it. And there was like some, some patterns. And uh, our buddy called me over and he was like, Hey, I know you're a linguist. And I know that this is very foreign because it's a tree, but can you tell me what this says? <laughs> and I like, focus on this shit. I'm looking at the lines and the striations. I'm analyzing patterns and being like, because it goes towards the water, I feel like this is indicating that this is a life source more so than this. And this is protecting this over here. And the answer over here, which means there's sustenance, which means it's closer to the the heart probably. And I was like, literally like breaking down this fucking tree thing. And they're just standing there enthralled listening. Uh, it's the same thing that happened a couple of weeks ago when I found an abacus at our staff retreat party and I just was telling people how to use it. I made up a different thing each time, <laughs> but I was like, these are increments of five. When you go like this five and 10 and you have here three, seven, four, and then you do, so if you do this way, so give me an equation, I can do it. And I just pretended I was doing it. <laughs> Sarah my sister came out She was like "Uh, I saw you Explaining the abacus Many times And I don't think Any of that was right Right She's like Was any of it right Was one of them right And I was like I don't know (laughs) I want an abacus But I don't know how to use it It's like an old school calculator Oh my gosh The original calculator
1: Your mind has so many Good wrinkles in it It's amazing.
0: I'm a crazy person.
1: Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. You can tell if anyone is lying, but when it comes to you, you're just like off the charts lying. You can't tell. Yeah. You'll never know. It's a good superpower. But I'm loyal. Damn right. Mm hmm. Unlike these hoes. Hose.
0: I'm loyal to my friends and my family and my lover, whoever my lover is.
1: Yeah. Always. Mm hmm. I, I was going to. Um, do you like cocaine? No. I don't. I. My nose know. was expensive. Oh, uh, what does that mean? Oh, because you have a piercing in it?
0: No, my nose job. You got a nose job? When I was 15. Really? That's why you can't tell I'm Jewish.
1: You... <laughs> <laughs> like the dudes get circumcised at their bris and yeah. at 15, the girls get a nose job? Yeah. My oh. sister
0: got one, my brother got one, my mother got one, my grandmother got one, my aunt got one.
1: Interesting.
0: My, my brother and I had the same surgeon, which worked out because we had the same nose. We look very much alike. He was my um, grandpa's neighbor and best friend. Dr. Levine, he's a Jewish guy. I remember he came over one time. I was in the pool and he looked down at me and he goes, when are we doing you, sweetheart? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, I think I was 13 and I was like, Yeah. Yeah. And then it just got worse from there. So my mom was like, Let's do let's just do it. Let's just take care of that nose. So yeah. I got uh after I got my braces off, I got my nose job, and then like a year later I started to get my tits started to grow a lot. And it was over for you hoes after that (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: i never felt like i wasn't that flat-chested skinny big-nosed tuba playing girl from ninth grade Mm -hmm. i still feel like that girl horse girl don't forget horse girl i just uh, let you know tuba girl too um i love it that's who i feel like inside but externally uh yeah i have my nose pierced and i have tattoos and i have a belly button ring um and I huh. fuck a lot.
1: <laughs> one person, a lot. Life is good. Yeah, yeah, life is good. Congratulations.
0: Thank you so much. Yep. I have a project when I get home. I bought these white pool noodles.
1: I saw the IG story <clears throat> with uh, Nicole.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to figure out how to attach them to the wall in a way that they'll stay through the banging. Um, so that's what I'm working on. I'm going to go to Home Depot, Depot and I'm literally going to ask one of the guys to help me figure that out.
1: Are you going to tell him what it's for?
0: Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I think I'm going to slit the bottom of it. and and put my drill through and then get a metal plate on the inside of it and then drill the metal plate through the noodle into the wall. And I think that will probably with an anchor. Yeah. I think that'll do it.
1: It makes sense. Yeah. That'll be great.
0: I drilled a lot of stuff yesterday. I put up like reading lights above my bed and I put something up in my bathroom. I am my own dad slash husband now. Uh, It feels great. It's not amazing. I was dating a carpenter for a minute who came over and did, like, a perfect job of, like, a bunch of things. And, like, he would, like, fix some of the things I did. And he was like, you did a great job. And I was like, thank you so much. And it's like, the thing is hanging out of the wall. I was like, whatever, it's up. And he's like, it's just that this is above your head. So let me me just reinforce this, Yeah, this huge pot of a pothos plant above your head.
1: Uh, I... Uh, there's nothing more satisfying though than like getting your hands. Like I built an Ikea dresser Mm -hmm. and I might've told everyone about it. You're a god. Yeah. It was incredible.
0: Was it done right?
1: Yeah. Perfectly. No Mm -hmm. screws left behind.
0: Cause not for nothing. My, uh, my ex always built something a little bit wrong. (laughs) Like the, the board was here and like the two holes that you see that are for mounting it to the wall are in the front and that you got to look at them all the time. Like I was constantly putting like contact paper on things to hide, you know, random stuff that he did, but like he didn't have like a, you know, a dad when the time it counted during like high school when you needed to like learn how to build shit. And I, I had to build shit from t- age 10. I was the dad, you know? Yeah. So I had to do a lot of that shit so I can, I can build furniture. I don't want to.
1: Jews don't build.
0: mm I'm half Viking.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm
0: literally half IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half Ikea, half Cantor's deli. Uh-huh. That's perfect. <laughs> the rugula there is amazing. Have you had it?
1: At Cantor's? Yeah. I was there last night, but all I had was their whiskey.
0: You didn't have arugula? No. Oh, you gotta go try it.
1: All right, I'll give it a shot.
0: I get a fucking bag of it of a mixture of kinds. Phenomenal. I took it to Christmas Eve because I went to Sophia Alexandra's, another Jew. Yeah. And it was like it was the first thing gone. Really? Everybody there was like, oh the rugelach is amazing.
1: I love that you're bragging about what you brought to a party being gone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it, that's how you know it's good. Yeah. You see this? There's still this over here. Not my stuff though.
0: It's like it's like a, a box that I can finally fucking check because mm-hmm. you know you're that girl that comes to the party with the rugula. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh, that's your move.
0: Like Fridays I come to my shop, I usually bring donuts for my staff. Uh, cause I think that's nice to yeah. have on a Friday, you know, or if like it was a bad day prior, I'll, I'll get done this the next day or something, or if I know it's going to be a long day, but like coming to parties now, I have, I have my fucking thing, you know, cause I don't really drink. So I don't ever want to bring wine or anything like that. Uh, my dad's an alcoholic and uh. I just paid it. Yeah. I'm dating a sober guy and it's the best. It's the best. Uh, we do a lot of things like mind travel and music and stuff. coming, yeah, coming a lot. So much. Yeah. I didn't know I could come this much. That's awesome. I'm a fountain of cum over here.
1: <laughs> Horse girl, cum <laughs> fountain.
0: <laughs> I'm a cum girl. Yeah. <laughs> You're a cam girl? I'm a cum girl. <laughs> Nobody has to watch me. I just enjoy myself all the time. We have fun. This is great. I tell people all the time, Mike Laser, yeah, when we're together, we fucking vibe so hard. We should write together, and we keep saying it, and we never do it. Yeah. Next time I have you on the pod... We will have written something. I would love that. A movie, a show.
1: We have good ideas. Even just like jokes for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Just to like crush on stage. Mm-hmm. That's what's it's up. It's
0: probably because we're both open and doing psychedelics and in cannabis. And maybe it's the Jew thing. I don't know. At peace. I, I, I
1: don't know. I just like I, I just like myself right now. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like... I can, like, do good things for people around me. Yeah. That's a a good feeling.
0: I kind of like myself right now, too. Yeah. I'm helping a lot of people. Teaching them things. and Yeah. Yeah. It feels really good.
1: Like, my stand-up is better, too, because I'm able to, like, be open on stage. Mm -hmm. And it's nice when people come up to me afterwards, and they're just like, that's how we talk. Mm -hmm. And you're, like, you just seem like, can we smoke together? And I'm like, cool. I'm coming across as someone who, uh, that I want to. Approachable. Mm Approachable. That's how I want to come across. It's nice. Me, too.
0: I'm very unapproachable typically. Mm-hmm. So I'm we were always
1: there. carrying a sword and shit like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't carry a sword. You, oh, I came into Earwolf Studios and you were like, hold my quiver, hold my bow, <laughs> hold on. I'll, I'll hug you in a second.
0: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bow and arrow girl. I'm an archer girl now, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. added it to it. I'm a fire girl. I'm a cop girl. I'm a horse girl. <laughs> oh, this has been so fun. I, I have one more segment to end this out. Oh, okay. And I think you're going to like it. It's called That's a Wrap. And it is a rap lyric that I think is profound or beautiful or linguistically awesome in some way. And you can either comment on it or make tell me your own or something, whatever you want. This is there's no rules. Okay, this is from Eminem's Godzilla. And what goes around comes around, just like the blades on a chainsaw. Because I thought because I, I caught the flap of my dollar stack right off the bat like a baseball.
1: Whoa! Can you hit it one more time? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <clears throat> without fucking up.
0: And what goes around comes around no nope. hold on and what goes around comes around just like the blades on a chainsaw because i caught the flap of the, my dollar stack right off the bat like a baseball why can't i do it without fucking up
1: i don't know but it's a sick fucking that's line. a sick fucking line damn
0: yeah i when i heard that uh the first time i heard that song i was like oh fuck i don't know how i heard it because he's so fucking fast and that last part of godzilla is mind-numbing yeah I'm a big eminem fan
1: yeah big 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 that was like I mean, his new shit. I do like his new album a lot, but like that to me was like peak Eminem. That was like, holy shit. There's like nothing shit.
0: I don't like. Even like Lose Yourself and like the weird pop stuff that he did. I was just like, I'm into it. I'm about it. It's yeah. awesome.
1: I'll let loose with a and just shoot through your Suzu. Mm. 50 Cent. I knew you would have a cool, a cool one. Yeah.
0: I like um, Lil Wayne. I got 10 bathrooms. I could shit all day. <laughs> 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 and uh, I almost drowned in the pussy, so I swam to her butt.
1: That's Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. Oh man, he's a king. He's a king. God damn. Yeah. (laughs) Also, a new his new album is fire. Yeah, it is. Mahogany. Fucking love that song. Hell yes.
0: Um, you should do cryo cafe sometime if you want. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, I'm freezing my body, and everyone should try it. Um, it's the only thing helping my hip pain. That was so random for me to say that, but um, it's
1: okay. I have hip pain too. I had because I had uh, hip surgery after after uh, hockey goalie, like, so something like that. I'd be Down to try.
0: Yeah. 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 I'll hook you up with my guy, Steve. He's the best. Um, Where can we follow you?
1: Uh, At Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo (laughs) on everything. Yeah. Uh, And you can listen to my podcast. You're going to be on it. I don't know when this will come out, but so you've definitely been on it since this will drop. It's called Weed and Grub, Mm -hmm. and it's with my co-host Mary Jane Gibson. And uh, please listen to it because uh, we have good guests like yourself.
0: Forbes just wrote you guys up.
1: That's true. Mm -hmm. We are in Forbes for Weed and Grub, which is a pretty cool thing to wake up to one day.
0: And your comedy show Glazed?
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) Glazed. Uh, It's at the Hollywood Improv. It's just weed, stand-up, street art, hip-hop, and magic.
0: It's fucking awesome. It's such a great show.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The next ones are on 220 and 326. There you go. Um, But follow me at Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo because you're not going to remember those dates.
0: He's the best. He's a joy. Thank you for
1: coming on my podcast. Thank you. I feel wonderful right now. Good. Yay. Yeah.
0: Well, if you feel wonderful too, you can follow me at Kradrian on all things. You can email me hey at glitchandpodcast.com if you want to share your glitch with me. And we'll see you next time, glitches. <laughs>